Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations and Coffee. Today I'm joined with Enya Martin, also known as Gizala. Thanks so much for coming in, Enya. Really no appreciate bother, it. thanks Thank for having you. me. Um, I suppose I want to kind of just use this opportunity to kind of let people get a bit of an insight into yourself and obviously learn about you, but get to know you before the success. Well, I, I never really kind of planned on, on doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, like in, in school and all like that, and I meet my friends. Like I was, I wouldn't say I was a weirdo. Well, I was a weirdo. Like I was, a, <laughs> I was a funny weirdo. So I mean, I used to, but I used to surround myself with friends who kind of like were the same too, you know. And they kind of brought out the, the funny side of me. And I never really kind of thought anything into it. Like, oh God, I could like make a career out of this because I never thought in a million years that like I'd be standing on stage and making people laugh. Um, but I did love in school, like um, being in like plays and stuff, and I used to love taking part in drama workshops. And I found that like I was always looking for opportunities in class to kind of make a show with a teacher, you know, like if they right, said class something. Down, type yeah, thing. yeah, like yeah. kind of just like with Farmers, one line. But just yeah, one liners and stuff like that, trying yeah. to like make the class laugh. But it wasn't until uh, Facebook came along, like I was in like my final year of college. That um, because I, I just thought I was gonna just go to college and get a desk job like everybody else, you know what I mean? And I wasn't really thrilled about that idea, but because I hate, I absolutely hate having to like take direction off other people because I'm not good at it. The only person I'm good at taking direction off is myself, so I was kind of like worried about that. And um, then yeah, Facebook came along, videos were starting to kind of grow on Facebook, mm -hmm. and my friends used to always say to me, You should start making videos because, like, your man, like Darren Conway, like, he had started putting up videos at that stage, and I seen a couple of other people, and I was like, Oh, no, I don't know, because I was I was good at doing impressions in my family and stuff, you know, yeah, like, yeah. my mom, my mom, especially. Well, in front of the camera was probably yeah. different. Yeah. And do you know what, like, being like on stage or in front of the camera didn't really scare me, like, I did it, I did it at one stage, like, but now when I'm in auditions or, or I'm doing, like, my videos, like, the camera's just visible to me now, do you know what I mean? I'm so used to it. But yeah, I started making the videos and then uh, I was really conscious that people would be like, who's this fucking idiot? Like, I'm actually mortified. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, the first video I did was, um, I was playing Shanto, like, and it was, yeah. because I used to see on Facebook, uh, this girl used to constantly go on about a fella, right? And he was an absolute scumbag, but he used to go on like the, she used to go on like the sun shone ever there. <laughs> so I kind of just made up a character around her being like, I love me fella, he's the best thing that ever happened to me. And girls could relate to that, because they all knew yeah. someone like that. And um, yeah, I found then that I was actually good at writing one-liners. I, I found like people would be quoting the jokes in the comment section and stuff like that. And I was like, maybe I'm onto something. And they were kind of becoming little kind of catchphrases and stuff yeah. people would be using them, yeah. And I noticed that like, so that's what my aim was with every video, like think of good one-liners like that. People yeah. are, that's gonna make people laugh. Cause I mean, you can make a video that's relatable and people are gonna be like, oh yeah, like remember when we drive in a car, we always fight. But you need to have punchlines and stuff that people are gonna mm -hmm. be able to remember the video for. And yeah, I just started pr obviously making more videos and when I look back now, I kind of cringe at them because uh, I used to like film them in black and white and stuff because I was still very insecure about how I looked on camera. <laughs> but now I just don't give a fuck. Like, no, but I that's mean? part of it. Like, I mean, at the start, you're probably just testing things out and only yeah. learning, but now you probably just, it, it's so established, you don't care. Yeah, anymore. that's what I was saying to you like before, like, because obviously I film this on a good camera that like I bought one and stuff like that to, to make my videos look better. But at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I don't think it matters what way you film it. Like, people just want to see content. The good you know content, I mean? yeah. Unless it's on now an iPhone 1 or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, pixelated. Or or no, but I know what you mean. You just have to be consistent. And yeah. if you're putting out good content, people don't really mind. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I try, like, I, it is a pity lately because I'm so busy with my shows and other stuff that I struggle now to think of, like, good concepts for the videos. And I try to put out one every two weeks. 
but some I'm more about quality over quantity mm -hmm. and I'd rather like have a really really good idea that I know will make people laugh than just put up a video yeah, for the sake of brilliant. being consistent mm -hmm. do you know what I mean because people are just like oh yeah like she's so content isn't that good anymore mm -hmm. so that's why sometimes I do take me time like if, if anybody is watching that loves new videos yeah you're not going to just produce something just for the sake of putting it out there you want yeah. to put something good out for your viewers that's what I'm saying I mean, it's the same with writing material for your stand-up show like you cannot write a, a, an hour show overnight like it takes life experience things yeah. happening to you it just takes time so you know? even watching another podcast and like in some of the American com comedians now that are getting like an hour Netflix special yeah. they can take a year to make I know like for I, one hour oh, I think it was like Chris Rock like hadn't done a stand up yeah. show in five years like now I can imagine the amount of content you'd build up over five years but like that's what I do we're looking at the comedians that do a show every year like Michael McIntyre now I'm convinced he has writers like, has to yeah I think. man we're only guessing here but you uh, it's very hard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And I mean, like, it's just fucking joke after joke with him. So he, he has to have people helping him. There's no way he could, like, have that much stuff every year by himself. No, there's a team there, probably. But you are getting to get a taste now of what it's like to do it on mm. your own and actually have to prepare. Yeah. And, it's, and when you're out on the stage, do you ever find it difficult, like, that, oh, I don't remember my next joke? Or... Do you know what? Like, it's good in a way because I do cheese sometimes. Like, uh, in the laughter lounge, I can't really do that because um, it's just a beer stage. But. <clears throat> at my own shows like I'll have like a speaker on stage like an amp you know what I mean yeah. that's facing me and I'll have like notes on it mm -hmm. like bullet points you know kind of like you go off topic yeah I'm like shit where was I because that it's not the crowd that scares me when I'm walking on stage it's forgetting the material yeah so. yeah but there's nothing wrong with that because what you're doing there is just to make sure the performance goes well mm, yeah I staying mean, on track yeah and it's all your own material you're reading now yeah but we hope it is we hope it's not just <laughs> yeah. a team of writers <laughs> yeah Slate and Michael McIntyre and you're doing the same I know you? like I do you know what I w I'm sure down the line like because he is he's so busy like he, yeah. he has to have writers and, and I wouldn't be ashamed to say like down the line that I, I would need a hand because I know a lot of comedians like that. I watch Irish comedians, and I'm like, oh, it's it's very hard for a comedian to go and watch another comedian because you're constantly comparing yourself. And they're like, how did I not think of that joke? Oh my god, that's so simple. I do that. It, it's very tough. You can start criticizing yourself and stuff. So, whenever I'm on at the laughter lounge, and like I always get the middle spot, which I think is the best spot because people are kind of only starting to get a bit drunk. Yeah, and the then, crowd's warming up nearly. Yeah. yeah and then the headline on spot people are just pissed do you know what I mean yeah, and it's, it's hard to keep their attention but it's a good spot too to get because if they're putting you on in the middle like that's to keep the momentum going because mm, the yeah. open act is usually out with a bang and you know yeah. it's good but the middle then if it's a good start, bad middle, and a, a good headliner, like that's mm. not good. So you're in a really tough spot too. Yeah, and I, and I can never stay to the end <laughs> to watch my friends because I'm, I'm sorry, I, I just you can't just watch. You have to get out, do you? I can't watch another comedian. And even I went to see Kevin Bridges there last November, and because um, me, me and my boyfriend love him, and yeah. I found it so hard to watch it. He was talking about when he was in school and stuff like that, and how, was, how every woodwork teacher is always like a secret alcoholic, and it's, my, <laughs> woodwork, my woodwork teacher was an alcoholic, do you know what I mean? So I was like, how did I not think of that? Like, it's so simple. You had to be wrecked then, wouldn't it? Yeah, but um, I, I do, you know, sometimes I, I just watch stand-up specials on Netflix, because I guess I, like, me mind. Right, yeah, 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 100%. But the thing is, like, a lot of people come up to me after my show and say, like, or, or even, you know, they message me after my shows and they're like, oh, like, I never used to, I never went and watched, like, comedians or comedy before, but I came to see you because you have videos and, like, a stand-up is just so relatable. It's so real life. Like, mm -hmm. we can all, like, see ourselves in them situations and that's what comedy is. Like, there's no point getting up there 
like talking about a private joke between you and your fella that no one else is gonna get. No, you, you, know you and your fella in the crowd just laughing. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, it's like when you watch comedians, it's all like they always base it around like relationships, like yeah. parents, um, work. Yeah, friends. Yeah, friends, like you know, going on, going on nights. We all have this one friend or something. So then everybody in the yeah. crowd goes, "Yeah, we do." Yeah. Like I remember seeing a joke from Kevin Bridges, and he was like. I uh, I hate that when you put in the WhatsApp group um we're well, going out tonight, who's coming and then you always get that one dope that replies, Who's gone? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Why do you want to know? Well, it's so true, like it's almost like saying, I'm not going like you're going, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can see who's read it and everything, you just see everyone's waiting yeah. to hear. I talk a bit in me stand up about like women's toilets and my my um audience are predominantly like female. So when I talk about like things that you see in the women's toilets, all the girls will be like on the on their back laughing because it's so relatable. There's always some girl getting sick. There's always like someone in the cubicles fucking down God knows what. <laughs> and then there's some girl. And there's crying. a photo shoot. Yeah, and some girl crying over a fella. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like so, it is. It's really relatable. And sometimes on Facebook, do you ever see like those like tweets that you just see like Scottish people do always do them like just funny it's just jokes. It's a caption. It's like a, a screenshot of the tweet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like I I get like really good ideas from them. Like. Do you know what I mean? Just something simple and it just sparks off a seed and then it grows into a tree and all of a sudden like you have a five bit yeah. for the stage. Yeah. Like so it's mad how it like sometimes you can come to like writer's block and you're like, I feel really under pressure now. Like this is me I think this is me six or seven time in the laughter lounge. And you always kind of want to change it up a bit, but you want to put in your good jokes too. Because mm -hmm. again, it's very rare you're going to kind of get the same person in the audience that was there yeah. last time. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because it, it, I was told a lot by a lot of comedians that People don't go to see like certain acts in the laughter lounge. They just go for the comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been a, I've been about three times, but one of them was a, a woman I worked with actually won the vouchers, and she just gave them to me, and we just went and we got a drink free and everything, and we got food, and it was a night. It's a great out. night out. It is. Yeah. It's a great. It's a good idea for a day night, especially like for a first day because it's different. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very different. Like it it just beats kind of sitting there having food and just chatting. Like you actually get a bit of entertainment, you yeah, know. Yeah, I find it's it's really like you can't be something live. I think whether yeah. it's live music or whether it's a live uh, comedy act, it's just something live is really good. But um, talk about your podcast now. Like I mean, that's exciting. I mean, it's not new. It's on the rise now. Yeah, like but you're I, still working on, aren't you? I I started going back. I think in April, and I was doing like weekly episodes with my friend Jordan. And we were just talking about like stuff that happened that week, stuff that we've been watching on the TV and that. And like we'll always kind of base it around one topic, like you know, um, I don't know, something stupid, like a current event or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I just kind of wanted to to branch out a bit and just start interviewing guests then. So we took a break for a few weeks and now I'm just interviewing guests. I'm going to do like interview eight guests and release it week by week for eight weeks. <laughs> and yeah, and then take another break and interview other people while I'm on that break. Just It's just to change it up on a bit of like... Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's to kind of make your listeners get a little bit of an insight into other people. And then, yeah. you know, if you're on a show with three comedians, you could have three of those comedians on the podcast. And then when they go to see you, then they'll be familiar with the, the three people that are on alongside yeah. you. Like it's 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 like when you when you do the likes of the Laughter Lounge or, or comedy festivals stuff like like I, I support Tommy Tiernan there in the Vodafone Comedy Festival. That's a big deal, yeah. Yeah, and like it was it was huge because like there was over seven hundred people in that tent, like and I'd say the guts of them were going to see Tommy, mm. and I was on just before him and. I got I was absolutely shitting because I had to follow another comedian who was like Jim Owen and he was unreal and I was like to be manager outside I was like how am I supposed to follow that like mm -hmm. how am I supposed to follow that? A lot of pressure there. Yeah, hundred percent. And then 
he he had a great show and then I was on after him and I was surprised at how good it went like it was it was great it was and it, it's just another way to advertise ourselves absolutely people probably never even heard of me probably 700 people probably 500 new listeners yeah. or new viewers or yeah, exactly. new fans I mean that's all about networking isn't it a hundred percent and they'd be like oh god she was good I wonder if she's doing any shows and, yeah. and then you start like getting an audience from not watching our videos yeah. who don't know you from social media and that's what I want to try and do as well because like, I do love stand up so much um, and yeah like so that's how I want to kind of get is stand up is stand up does that put you out of your comfort zone is that why you like it is there something like a new challenge all the time or something well yeah like the reason why I have characters in my videos is because I wanted to hide behind them in the beginning do you know what I mean okay. I didn't want to put myself as that makes myself sense. Makes yeah sense. I, I didn't want to like be myself on camera because I was yeah. still very insecure and self-conscious so I hid behind characters. So it is kind of still weird when I'm just playing myself on camera. Like usually the, the videos, like every girl packing for a holiday, you know, like I'm just being myself in that mm -hmm. video. And uh, it means that when people criticize it, they're criticizing you and not your character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but no, I, I love doing stand-up because when I did my first Vicar Street show, I did 20 minutes stand-up and then I did two sketches, break two sketches and then finish with another 20 minutes stand-up. But the stand-up went down the best at the show, so. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was the feedback that I got. Vicar Street's quite an intimate crowd as well, because it's like close and it's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, Vicar Street is unreal. Like, it, it fits over a thousand people, but I mean, when, when people laugh, like it just bounces the off the walls. Like, yeah. yeah, it's unreal. But um, when we talk about your podcast, then I'm going to link it below for everybody and, and put a picture of it there. But what's the name of it? Uh, it's called Giz a Listen. Giz a Listen, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Giz yeah. <laughs> a Laugh, Giz a Listen. <laughs> I did, do you know what it was? I didn't want to call it Giz a Laugh podcast because I didn't want to just be about comedy either. I wanted to have like interesting conversations yeah, too. Like the, I, I've interviewed three comedians so far on the series and then like one of them has like a really like kind of really good background. Like he, you know, he's, he was a drug addict and stuff like that. And then like he ended up coming off and he's now he's like a really, really great comedian. That's amazing. And then I interviewed my personal trainer just for like people to listen and get loads of kind of info about like health and fitness mm -hmm. and that. And Informative. See, I, I know what you mean. If your name it gives a laugh, then every episode has to be tailored around something yeah. funny. Gives a listen then is more... You know, it's just, it's good information. There's no limits, like... No, yeah, you're opening your remit there, aren't you? Mm, and like, I, I I, would make now solely, I wouldn't make any money off that podcast, but I would I would be making me money from my live shows and sometimes yeah. sponsorship on my videos. But like, that's just like my weekend job, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't do a whole lot during the week. Like, maybe I'll go and do stuff like this or I'll go to meetings or I like write scripts for my videos. Like mm -hmm. I find it very hard to kind of stick to a timetable mm -hmm. because stuff changes so much during that week. But um, what I want to do though is um, I was looking at doing a part-time course in, in fitness. That's amazing. Yeah, and because I do have a huge interest in it um, and you can you can have more than one like mm -hmm. passion, you know, so um, what I want to do is I want to do a part-time course in that. So it just means that I can just earn a bit of extra money during the week when I'm not doing anything yeah. with my time. Do you know what I mean? Might as well be productive. So comedian by night and train yeah, well, Give a laugh, give a listen, give a workout. Yeah. <laughs> give a bit of exercise, yeah. No, but I see what you mean. All you're doing there is chasing more passions. I mean, mm. you're not getting involved in the fitness because it's just something for more income. It's something you're interested in. And anything yeah. you seem to be doing, it's because you genuinely have an interest in it. 100%. And I mean, the money that you spend on the course, like you wouldn't want to be just doing it for the, for the fucking hobby. Like, do you know no, what I mean? Definitely so not. I, I honestly want to like get into something to do with that um, during the day, like, because and there, I'm sure there will be a point down the line where I'll have to I will be like really good at, at being because I know nowhere near as good as I want to be as good You're as I can grow. be yeah yeah like it's, it's I still haven't even reached my peak yet so 
it's just something to kind of keep me ticking over and the great thing now about like online and, and social media is that like you don't have to walk in a gym to, to be no, a personal trainer either not. you know so is there kind of like a set roster are you going to be any shows coming up that we can go and see or i'm on in Street on the 18th of october you can yeah, get your tickets on ticketmaster um so it, it's halfway sold out already and and we're still months away yeah exactly and have i got anything else big coming up that's the big one and then i will be doing a couple of shows yeah i was, gonna, I was wondering did you ever do a pantomime or anything like that i did a pantomime last christmas yeah. and i love that idea like it's 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 tough ground like it's Different two shows challenge. a day like for 40 days do you know what i mean what? Yeah. Two yeah, shows a day, yeah. forty days. So you've the two wow. o'clock and sometimes it was three shows. No, no, it wasn't. It was two shows. But well, two shows in rehearsal probably. That's why I felt like three shows maybe. Yeah, like you've you've two weeks of rehearsals, like intense rehearsals, and then um yeah, two shows a day then. And you have to do like when before the scales get off at Christmas, you're doing an eleven a.m. show and then a six a.m. show, and you have to hang around kind of all day. Well, I drove so and I was only up in Salas, so I wasn't that far from home, but. It you is, hang around, yeah. your day revolves around and then that 40 days is intense. Like. Yeah, like I enjoyed it now, but this year I think... Um, Focus more on other things, is it? Yeah, like I mean, the money I could make just off down two, two of my shows or three of my shows and I'd still have all of Christmas to myself, do you know what I mean? I think you're going to weigh them up and you'll say, right, what's mm. actually worth to hear, yeah? Because time mean, is more important, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. And I mean, sometimes you, it can be the kiss of death if you do too many pantomimes. Like, you just start being known as like, oh, she's one of the pantomimes all the time, isn't she? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to kind of... want that. I know what you mean. And yeah. Then it might, you're boring yourself out then where you won't be looking forward to them anymore. Yeah, and I mean, you just kind of... Like, there's, there's not really that... I wouldn't say stigma now, but like... If you ever noticed that in pantomimes, especially over in the UK, do you ever notice it's always like these celebrities that just go off the grid for years yeah, and then they come yeah. back in a pantomime, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. So You don't want to become one of them. Yeah, like I, I'm glad I tried it now because it, it was great, it was yeah. a great experience and I made friends for life. Not a challenge. Yeah, and hopefully the next pantomime I do now, um, it'll be like the Olympia. Like I was contacted about that, but I just, I ended up passing on it this year because I wanted to kind of have Christmas to myself this yeah, year, you know? Absolutely. So the, when I started online, like I remember I, I told you that like I used to hide behind characters, like I'm lucky that I haven't had a lot of hate online and you know, I've seen other people being butchered and it's horrible it is and that, that's one of the things that held me back. But I think what people like about you is if they actually see genuine talent and they don't, because I have seen people that just look like they're, they're looking for attention, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, if you do make people laugh and, and you're good at what you do, like people will take you seriously. And don't get me wrong, like you are going to get the odd like troll who just hates seeing you coming up and up in the world and, and being happy. And uh, I mean, I haven't had any life trend yet, so I suppose that's a problem. No, well, Shanto probably has, but yeah, not you. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you hide behind these people, because they're threatening there. Mm. No, but I actually, um, I got a comment there on one of the episodes, I won't say who. And the comment was, was really nasty, what they said about the person. But I had it on review, so I got to hit the button, whether it was public, it mm. was published, public. But when I went onto the person's page, just out of interest, the page was created on the day oh of the God. comments. So they clearly just made the page. They didn't say anything negative about me. It's not just sad though, isn't I it? I thought that, I thought that. And if you ever know it's like trolls, like when I go onto that Facebook page, it's like, I don't get a lot of hate now, but for the ones that do, I just delete the comment and block them. I don't even respond. I don't give them the attention that they want. But when you go onto that Facebook page, it's completely like private. Can't see that friend, can't see that photo. It's just a profile picture. It doesn't say where that from it's or strange. anything. It is strange. And I, I like, I, I sometimes um, 
I think Twitter, Twitter is like... It's, it's the worst for It's the worst for because it's, it's so easy to make up a profile and just like hashtag this, hashtag that. You know, it's horrible. I would never like search my name on Twitter. I just wouldn't do it because I know celebrities have done it and like they've, they've said that, you know, they were depressed for a couple of days afterwards, like reading that stuff about them. You do have to be thick skinned and you have to... You have to basically look at it from a point of view that you know that you're a decent person and you wouldn't do stuff like that. So I find as well, but you know, they wouldn't be doing it if you weren't doing something right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever notice like the only reason you'll ever receive jealousy or the only reason you'll ever receive hate is because you're doing better than that person? I mean, they're not going to put you down if they're above you. So I find with the hate messages and stuff when I when I seen something, thank God they weren't down towards me anyway. Yeah, but when I seen the comments that were made to that person I didn't tell that person I didn't say to them what yeah. I was said and I never will yeah that's um, good because that person now was oblivious to that in their mind it was never said they don't know anything about it but I know it was said and when I clicked onto that page and had a look at it it was created on that day and that so just made sad. me think to myself they went out of their way they probably made, <laughs> probably made an email address and everything for them <laughs> so look anyway but starting off that was all things hurdles and challenges you were coming across you would have mm. had to see that feedback is like I knew I knew like there was going to be a negative comment like you're waiting on that fourth mm-hmm. one but you just start building up a thick skin then and, and, and mm-hmm. one of the sayings I live by is that people want to see you do well they want to see you climb the ladder but once you get to the top of it all of a sudden you're superior to them and they don't like you then no. do you know what I mean they're like oh, who does she think she is she's a brown hole even in my own house I don't wash a cup of my mouth <laughs> she's getting very up <laughs> <laughs> just for a cup yeah. I'd walk out of the room and I, like, they wouldn't know that I could hear them and I'd like, she's fucking getting yeah. up a hole I know what you mean I think it's more so just that it's like you've become a different person but really mm. you haven't I wouldn't say that I'm a materialistic person so what I my motto to live by is I started with nothing when I started making these videos and people seen me grow so I don't want to become one of those people that kind of starts flashing like Louis Vuitton handbags, Range Rover. I like hearing that. Yeah because the way I look at it is like I don't need them things for people to like me. They already liked me in the beginning when I had nothing, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And basically the people who follow me are just people like myself, they're not these people who own yachts and a beat and blah 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 and I don't want to seem superior to them mm-hmm. I want to be on the level that they are and I want to show them that I'm a normal person is that what happens to some people like I think they forget yeah. who they were or forget where they came from I mean you're clearly showing that you're doing the opposite of that mm. having them bags or having them materialistic things like a car or anything didn't get you to where you are you being you got you to where yeah. you are so why you change that it's not going to improve my talents like buying all these expensive things do you know what I mean and it's not going to get me further in life and the thing is, like, the people who follow me, like, Jesus, I sound horrible when I say this, but, like, I'm sure they probably wouldn't have the money to be buying, like, a really expensive things like that. So why do they want to watch someone who can? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, well, I mean, it's even, like, when you're doing the, when you're in character doing Shanto, like, you're messing, saying, like, Penny's horn and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah, but that's just, like, that's, yeah. that's the way it is. It's not making fun of anybody. It's just saying, like, 90% of the people that are wearing that, where did you get that from? Penny's. And it's yeah. like, you did not, and you wouldn't expect it, but they might have a Louis Vuitton bag under their arm, but the jumper they're wearing is from pennies. You're just being honest, I mean. That's what I'm saying, like, just because I have more money now doesn't mean I'm going to sh- shop in more expensive shops. I'll still go into pennies and be mm-hmm. looking for bargains and stuff like that, you know? And the people who follow me do that as well, and that's, that's just my motto. And it's, I, basically, people know that I have money by the shows that I'm down and where I'm down, so I don't need to buy lavish things to prove that. No. And, you know, sometimes I might treat myself, I'd rather spend my money on experiences, you know, like going on holiday and stuff. Or invest it in you by doing a course or yeah, personal training or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And like, do you know what, I, I, I might not even put on social media that I'm doing the course, like, 
and just at the end of it, I'll have me serious and I'll be like, I bet you didn't know I did this. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because you're working hard in the background and letting yeah, the success make the noise. Exactly, yeah. 100%. And sometimes I have, you have to be careful as well what you put online because, like, I, I don't really put, like, my boyfriend that much on my social media because I don't want people to start making it a thing that, like, Oh, I haven't seen him on your profile in ages. Like, he's together anymore. Like, I don't want people kind yeah, why of. Why was he six months every post and yeah. now he's nothing? I don't. I don't want to think like that. So, like, occasionally, like once every few weeks, like there'll be a picture of all my stories or something like that. But I don't want to turn it into like, oh, Enya Martin. Like, I can imagine a headline on some gossip website isn't with the boyfriend anymore. So yeah, people speculate so quick, don't they? Yeah, and like even like people follow my page for the comedy, and if you even look at me, me Instagram page, there's there's very little of my face on it. It's usually mm -hmm. memes or videos or something like that. Because I don't want to be a kind of shrine to like, oh, look what outfit I'm wearing today. Like, free, like free play to anyone else who does do that. Like that's how they have their audience because people love watching what they're yeah, wearing. Yeah, that's not what you're chasing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not my angle. My angle is just comedy and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it can be difficult online. Like, yeah, 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 you're putting yourself up to like a wall of kind of judgment. One question I would like to ask you though is, when you talk about kind of at first jumping into these characters and trying out different people, obviously you are hiding behind the real you, which was just a funny person anyway, because these characters don't come from, mm. they come from you. But them insecurities, what what changed? How did you get over them? When I started seeing that like people uh, accepted me, do you know what I mean? And and people just like messaging me, oh I love your stuff, your stuff is so funny and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh well actually I, I must be good at this, people really like me. And you know, if I was getting more negative comments than positive comments, I'd be worried. But people were like, I have to, I have to say now, I, I barely got any hate. Like at the start you get like, do you know what it is? It, it's mostly outfits who live in probably still their ma's box bedroom smoking weed every night of the week <laughs> that have like this big huge opinion, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's mad, like they, you know, they're like the people that are tuning in just to give hate. Like have you ever seen a successful a successful person bring someone else down? No. Yeah, exactly, no, so that's... That's true, it's a good way of looking at it, like yeah. I mean, all they want to do is see other people doing mm. that because they were probably once in that position or they know that yeah. everyone wants to, I mean, it's like you said, People like to see you do well, mm. but as soon as it's a little bit better than them, or it's you know, it's get back down here now. Oh. Where, where are you often? That's why I do get a lot of messages about charity and stuff like that, like about charity events. And and sometimes I do, most of the time I do have shows booked or something else booked. And I don't want to come across like I, I'm too big for that or like I'm superior. I don't have time for that. I'm genuinely just busy. And sometimes that's not good enough, and people will still say, "Oh, she's gone up a hole and all." Mm -hmm. Like, don't forget she's where you came from. This or that. Mm. Yeah, but people, I mean, can be quick to judge, but the main thing to look at is like, this was just something that you, your friends, of all people, said, you should start making videos. Yeah. Imagine if you would have said, no, they're winding me up, they just want to make a laugh at me. You went with it, and for something, I mean, I would even say back when I was probably that age, if I was the same as you in school, ah, that wouldn't be a career. Or... You'd be surprised what a career is. You'd be surprised how you can make money. I mean, if you're getting in front of 700 people in a tent before Tommy Tyrion, in my opinion, that's a really big deal. Mm. But when you're only starting off, you probably don't see these opportunities and these things, and that's the problem. That would stop a lot of people. Yeah, like I, I remember I used to go by the bus like all the time on uh, on past Vicar Street, and I used to say, I'm going to perform on there one day. That's when I started doing the videos. And when you have like that vision and you keep walking hard and walking hard, like it happens. And I never forget like the day where I, I booked me for Vicar Street show, and like I sold out in like a week. I couldn't that believe crazy, it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah, dream, dream big and work hard. Like, that's my motto. That, that's why I do work hard, because, like I said earlier, I know I'm nowhere as good as I know I can be.
So yeah, I've still, still, still a long way to go. Mm -hmm. No, but best of luck to you. I think uh, things are only going to get better now from here though. Fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the coffee and the... Yeah, it was lovely, thanks. The you just bar. Put, I know, put we're the talking right about personal training and everything. We'll cut the bit out <laughs> where you were eating then. <laughs> Before I finish up, I'll just let everybody know that so Enya's Instagram will be below, um, Facebook, all the other social media platforms. For any shows coming up, you can find out there, buy tickets from Ticketmaster. Um, make sure you head over to Enya's podcast as well a listen and um, yeah. lots of good good uh, content coming soon and look i'll be tuning in looking forward to seeing you over the next couple of months and yeah I'm so thanks very much really